CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. A full-on invasion of illegal immigrants across our southern border is gaining momentum today. By one estimate, the surge of illegals will double the record numbers of the past week. And the Biden administration has made it clear they've surrendered our southern border, our border with Mexico, to the drug cartels. Now that Biden has given the cartels full control of the border, expect ever higher amounts of fentanyl from China that the CDC says kills on average one American every eight minutes. Higher levels than ever of human smuggling, sex trafficking, and more illegals crossing into the United States. In the last 72 hours, the Border Patrol is reporting more than 31,000 illegal immigrants and an estimated 7,000 who got away entering the country. It will only get worse. The Biden gift of our southern border to the cartels was barely mentioned when President Trump appeared on a CNN town hall in New Hampshire this week. Caitlin Collins was the moderator, but moderate she wasn't. Collins attacked President Trump, pointed her finger, interrupted, and couldn't contain her bias. And Collins confused her facts to boot. You said you weren't very involved that day. You did tell your supporters to come to Washington. You tweeted about it, about sure, that speech that happened on the rally. Am I allowed so when to they, say that? When they went to the Capitol and they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers, why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. <laughs> So if you look at, on January 5th, the day before, I said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now use truth, truth social. I think it's far superior, okay? I hope everybody's on truth. I hope everybody's on truth. Uh, if you look, January 6th, this is at two, before 2.30, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. This is right after, as it was happening. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. <laughs> I am asking, this is, and we didn't know until I got it back, because now I have 90 million people waiting for me to go back, but I'm on truth and I'm staying on truth. Listen, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violation. It's, we want no violation. We want no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. That was at 2.30. That was very early. Mr. President, I looked at the same timeline that you did. Once no, I know, but you clear, didn't report that. You know why? Because it was we taken down. We did report down. it. I, I was reporting that It was that taken day. down and it wasn't But when it was, down. over 140 officers were injured that day. And a person named Ashley Babbitt was killed. Yes. You know what? She was killed, and she shouldn't have been killed. And that thug that killed her, there was no reason to shoot her. At blank range, cold blank range, they shot her. And she was a good person. She was a patriot. One there was no was reason. There. To, there was no reason. 
And he went on television to brag about the fact that he killed her. That the officer was not bragging about the fact that he oh, killed he her. But that's the question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You are a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> Can you answer why you, very why you held on to the documents? I was negotiating, and we were talking to NARA, that's Washington, to bring whatever they want. They can have whatever they want. President Trump was presidential throughout, all the while under assault from a less than polite but more than shrill Collins. Trump won the town hall, not a good showing for CNN, but Trump won the night, and that gave CNN its best ratings in ages. President Trump's town hall was the highest-rated show on cable, and CNN likely won't see ratings like that again until President Trump returns. My guess is that may be a while. Meanwhile, CNN, like MSNBC, ABC, and the rest, and The Washington Post, The New York Times, and nearly all of corporate media ignored the big story of the day, which was the House Oversight Committee's press conference on its investigation of President Biden and 12 Biden family members. The corporatist media blackballing the investigation of President Biden and charges of financial and political corruption. Congressman James Comer is the chairman of the House Oversight Committee. Comer and his committee this week further laying out for the media and the public their findings to this point in their investigation of corrupt Joe Biden and his family. The findings and the evidence are shocking in their implication. Our guest today is the man leading that investigation, Chairman James Comer, and it is great, Congressman, to have you back with us on The Great America Show. Congratulations on everything you're doing. It's an impressive accomplishment to bring forward the evidence that you have. You have to be pleased with the pace of your investigation. I think the pace is going very well. Uh, if you consider what we've been able to produce uh, in the first 100 days of having subpoena power compared to congressional investigations in the past, I don't think anyone in the media thought we would ever get bank records or thought we would ever be allowed into Treasury to look at those bank violations. But we've done that, and we did that within three months. And as a result, of having bank records and as a result of having access to those bank violations at Treasury, we discovered five new Biden family members that were in on the influence peddling scheme. We had, we've discovered probably a dozen more LLCs that were involved in the money laundering scheme. We've determined another country that was involved in influence peddling, Romania, and we proved that Joe Biden did receive payments while he was serving as vice president of the United States. And that's something that uh, had never been verified before. Yeah, that's true. And uh, what uh, what he had said was that uh, that didn't occur. Uh, right. Your committee, your evidence uh, has produced, you know, proved uh, that he is a liar. He, he has lied to the American people. He said his family never took a penny from China. And they've taken millions of dollars from China, even when he was vice president. They took a million dollars from Romania when he was vice president. And I think there's more to come, Lou. We just talked about two countries yesterday. We just talked about Romania and China, and you know darn well there are a whole lot more countries that they were influence peddling in. Well, I'd like to say how many more and which countries would, would you like to include in that list? 
Well, you we, you know, we know uh, what was going on in Ukraine. We know what was going on in Russia. Uh, we've got a pretty good idea of what was going on in the Congo. Uh, we've got reports of things that mainly the president's brother was doing in Qatar and in the Middle East. So I, I believe that uh, we have many more countries to go. And as I said yesterday, we've I've subpoenaed four banks, and we know of 12 banks that were involved with some of these Biden accounts. So we've got a long way to go, but we wanted to give the American people an update of our progress thus far. Well, and that update is uh, is persuasive. It is uh, sweeping. And I think everyone who is paying attention uh, to what you're doing and what you're achieving uh, is both impressed uh, and, and grateful. One of the things in your report uh, that uh, producing the evidence uh, from the LLCs and the involvement of the of the Hunter uh, Biden family, uh, the Joe Biden's family, uh, is, for example, your your point that Vice President Biden uh, met with the Romanian president on, and I'm going to just pick this one example on September 28 of, 20, of 2015. And then you point out that within five weeks of that meeting, Bladen Enterprises Limited, another of the LLCs, began making deposits into uh, Robinson Walker LLC's bank account. Bladen Enterprises reported to be the uh, the Romanian felon uh, who, who was uh, using that uh, business to conduct business in Romania and ship the money uh, into the Biden LLCs. Uh, all of this in proximity to the visit with the vice president. This is a significant implication as far as I'm concerned. Your thoughts? Exactly. I mean, this is something that uh, he had an official role, a policy role in during the Obama administration. And lo and behold, his family gets a wire from uh, one of the most corrupt people within the country. All the while, Joe Biden's over there talking about public corruption. Wink, wink. Same thing happened in Ukraine. And, and you know, there's a pattern here, Lou. There's a pattern of where uh, during the last year and a half of the Obama administration, Joe Biden started traveling the globe and wanted to be in charge of things like foreign aid and foreign policy in some of our most vulnerable, most corrupt countries on the planet. And lo and behold, while, uh, you know, as soon as he leaves, uh, his family starts profiting from it. We don't know what the family did to earn uh, these massive payments from these foreign nationals. Uh, we're asking the Bidens now uh, for, for uh, information as to what they did to receive this money because either you know, Hunter Biden and the president's brother were acting as foreign agents, which that's a felony because uh, they're immediate family members of the president and they're not registered as foreign agents. Either they were foreign agents or either Joe Biden provided something as vice president uh, of value to these foreign nationals, and and that's bribery and everything else, treason. I mean, you've got uh, a whole list of, of laws that have been broken there. So we've got a lot of questions. We wanted to present the American people with evidence, and we wanted to show the Department of Justice, Lou, that we know exactly what this family's been involved in. So if they were trying to negotiate some type of little plea deal to – plead guilty to a little tax evasion or lying on a gun application charge. We wanted the DOJ to know and the American people to know, oh, we know there's more than tax evasion. We know about the money laundering. We know about the racketeering. 
uh, we we know about uh, you know, a lot of things that were involved in the uh, in the schemes of this family. As you put forward that, and uh, indeed you did halt uh, what seemed to be some gaining uh, momentum uh, for the Justice Department to announce its charges against uh, Joe uh, against Hunter Biden. I, it looks uh, to me, at least, it looks like you did stop the DOJ in their tracks and what looked like it was going to be a plea agreement that would have benefited the, the Bidens and shut down that investigation. By all reports, they were fixing to pull the trigger on a little minor indictment. And, you know, it's going to be a hard pill to swallow for them to do that now uh, when there's evidence out there of, of money laundering. And that's in, not in my words. That's in the words of multiple banks. Uh, racketeering, which is what creating shell companies for the sole purpose of laundering money is. That's called racketeering. That's a RICO charge there. And, and then you've got what Jonathan Turley talks about all the time on, on Fox News. You've got the, being an unregistered foreign agent. That's a felony. That's what the federal government got uh, Michael Flynn on and, and another person in the, in the Trump administration on. So, you know, there are plenty of things to indict the president's son on, and I would argue the president's brother on right now, in addition to tax evasion. Yeah, it does not look good for the Biden uh, family at this point on any level. It doesn't uh, seem to be an exaggeration based on the evidence that you've already pr produced. It is entirely reasonable to refer to them as a crime family, uh, as you've done <laughs> several times. But uh, yeah. I think, it, it, uh, you know, broadly, the national media is not covering this story with either the, the, the vigilance or the vigor that I would have expected for what is effectively the most important congressional investigation in ages, and that is an investigation into what appears to be abjectly a corruption on the part of the president of the United States. I will admit, Lou, I've been surprised at how bad the mainstream media is. I thought we had something they had to report. I mean, you're talking about the president's grandkid getting a wire. I mean, you're talking about nine family members of the president of the United States that have received money from our adversaries around the world for things that we don't know why, for reasons we don't know why. You know, we think it's because of influence peddling, which is, which you know, is, is illegal because if they were influence peddling, then the, the adversaries re receive some type of benefit from that, some type of policy decision, some type of foreign aid, some type of uh, help navigating the federal bureaucracy or something. And e either way, it's bad. It's bad. We proved that Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said his family never received any money from China. We proved that uh, the media was was wrong when they said that none of those payments ever happened when when Joe Biden was was in office. They did happen when he was in office, and his family did get money from China, millions of dollars from China. I thought the media had to had to re report that. And you know what the New York Times reported today, Lou? The headline was Comer swung and missed. That's that's the headline. I mean, it's a joke. It's it's. A, I mean, the American people smell uh, something fishy here. The American people that work hard and pay their taxes, their grandkids don't get wires from foreign nationals. You know, they don't get millions of dollars. You're know, just mysteriously popping into their bank accounts. 
They want to know why this money was received and why isn't the federal government investigating this? And that is a question we're going to take up here as we continue our conversation with the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Congressman James Calmer. We'll be back after these quick words. Please stay with us. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back now with Congressman James Comer, Chairman of the House uh, Oversight Committee, doing uh, doing an amazing job of bringing evidence to the to the American public. We were just talking about how difficult it is to get that inf- uh, that evidence before the American people as he produces it, because the national left wing media, the corporatist media, if you will, in many cases, simply refusing to cover the story. Uh, Congressman, what? Will it take uh, for you uh, to get the attention that you deserve for this uh, this important corruption investigation? Well, I'm pleased that C-SPAN covered the press conference, and you know there are uh, a lot of uh, people that probably didn't know anything like this has ever happened. But that watch C-SPAN, of course, they don't have the audience that the mainstream has, or that the the two Democrat uh, propaganda cable news stations have, but. Uh, you know, we're just going to keep providing more evidence. I mean, there's there's reporters from CNN, there are reporters from CBS, or you know, there's a reporter from ABC that acts like they're interested, but for whatever reason, they never really report anything about it. But you know, I, I think everyone knows there's something wrong. And you know, I, I was talking to Bob Woodward the other day, and we were talking about this investigation, and, and you know, he's like, he has seen the media uh, just just He's watched their demise with respect to uh, investigative journalism. I mean, it's like investigative journalism on the Trump or Republicans, but but no investigative journalism with Democrats. It's like they play criminal defense attorney for the Democrats, or they turn a blind eye for the Democrats. And you know, with what bothers me about the press conference, Lou, is that. Adam Schiff would just get up and say things, and the press would run with it. You know, well, mm-hmm. we've got this Steele dossier, and it shows Russia and Trump colluded, which we all know was a complete lie. I produced bank records, which is actual evidence, something the media hasn't seen in a long time from a congressional investigation. And they act like, well, what's this got to do with Joe? I mean, what are you kidding? I mean, how, what does this have to do with Joe? That's a question that they should be asking Joe Biden. 
And, and by the way, speaking of Bob Woodward, the Washington Post was among those that didn't cover the story. It hasn't covered oh, the yeah. story. And mm-hmm. it's it's an outrage. And why Jeff Bezos, if he is a owner with any conscience at all, would permit that, uh, it's outrageous. And as the owner, if they're not doing it, it must be at his orders. And that tells us something about money, power, political and economic concentrated power in this country that cannot be tolerated further, in my opinion. That is just simply an aside. I, I have to... I have to say that uh, you also have been met with defiance again by the FBI as you go to seek a whistleblower, his information about an FBI file. The good news is they didn't deny the existence of the of the file. But on the other hand, they basically told you and your committee to go to hell again. The FBI telling Congress to go to hell. Yeah, I mean. You're exactly right, Lou. And it's a good thing they didn't tell us that document didn't exist. But uh, at the end of the day, in addition to the document, what we wanted to know, Senator Grassley and I, is what has the FBI done to investigate the validity of the allegation and, and give us a briefing on what you did to prove whether this allegation uh, was true or false. So, you know, the FBI just basically wouldn't say anything. And uh, their message was, well, just trust us. We'll, we'll look into it. Well, they've had this since 2018. I mean, they have had this information for years. Look how long they sat on the laptop. I mean, we produced evidence that shows there's a pattern that's consistent with what this whistleblower alleges Joe Biden did with this foreign national. I mean, what we showed yesterday with Romania alone was very consistent with what the whistleblower claimed. And then the FBI just says, well, don't worry about it. We'll we'll take care of it. I mean, I'm leading an investigation of the president of the United States, a credible investigation. Nobody has said one thing we produced thus far wasn't true, which you can't lie on bank records. So they're going to have a hard time saying that. And yet the FBI won't give us information that we request and and by the way it's not classified the document that we're requesting is not a classified document there's no reason in the world why the fbi wouldn't work with us on that Uh, without question and again you've been defied uh by the fbi uh, and one who's followed is one who's followed uh, christopher ray's career and the actions of the fbi over the last 20, uh, 20 years in the case of the FBI and uh, Ray's ter- tenure, I didn't expect any other uh, uh, any other response than arrogance and defiance from uh, what is now a, a deep state uh, harbor for uh, for truth. I mean, it's where truth goes to die. And mm-hmm. what do you do now? Well, we're we're weighing our options. Uh, we're not going to give up on the subpoena. If we have to go to court, we'll go to court. Uh, we're talking to McCarthy. McCarthy has said uh, that he's going to call Christopher Ray and tell him he needs to provide what I've requested, what I subpoenaed. So uh, we'll see what uh, Kevin McCarthy can do with Christopher Ray. But, you know, it's uh, it's pretty discouraging to see our own federal government obstruct or even worse, cover up this major investigation. I mean, this is an investigation of public corruption at the highest levels of our government. 
And you remember the, the, the Watergate scandal, it it wasn't what the president did as much as it was the cover up, right? That was that was what got everyone bit out of shape. But remember, the the Watergate committee didn't didn't find out all of the uh, wrongdoing in the in the Watergate. Lou, it was the it was the media. It was a you know investigative journalism. It was Bob Woodward and and some of those guys. Instead of the media doing you know what they used to do. Uh, with respect to public corruption, they're attacking me for having the audacity to investigate Joe Biden. They're like, well, if you're going to investigate someone, you should investigate Donald Trump. I mean, that's basically what they're saying. Who has been investigated? You know, Donald Trump's been investigated for six years. They went all in on Russian collusion, and there was never an ounce of evidence of that. We've produced more evidence uh, yesterday than Adam Schiff produced in four years on Donald Trump, and they impeached him twice during that time period and the media won't cover it. It's, it's just astonishing. Uh, it is. It is astonishing. It is disgusting. It is infuriating uh, for all of us who want the truth and respect the public's right to know and know how much effort you and your colleagues on the uh, committee, as well as all of your investigators and staff, the, the work you're putting into this to bring truth to the American people and corporate America, Corporate America and those corporate-owned media organizations are denying that. They're arrogantly, uh, and mm -hmm. by the way, unsurprisingly, uh, defying the public's right to know rather than meeting their obligations uh, to investigate and to to root out uh, crime wherever it is, as you fortunately for all of us are, are yeah. doing with your, your committee. I, I want to I want to ask, as we look at this, we watch what's happening with Joe Biden and his family and the payments from Romania, from all of the countries that you've uh, listed here. Uh, are there there are ties here to, to, to Joe Biden? They right now are inferential. Do you think that there is I just can't imagine all of this happening without President Obama knowing what his vice president was doing? That's a great question, Lou, and you're the first person to ask that. And I'll tell you what my opinion is. This is my opinion. I don't have any evidence of what I'm about to tell you. Everything else I've told you, we've got evidence. But I don't, you know, everyone knows that Obama didn't want Joe Biden to run for president. Everyone assumed it was because he was gaff prone or because of his age. I believe, Lou, that it was because he knew what Joe Biden was doing during the last year of his vice presidency. He knew his son was no good. And he knew this was nothing but a political liability, not just for our country, not just for the Democrat Party, but for Barack Obama's legacy, because a lot of this happened during the Obama administration. So I think that's why Obama didn't want Joe Biden to run for president. I think it's because they knew about this. And remember, a lot of these cover-ups would have happened during the Obama administration with Obama appointees uh, in the in these deep state bureaucracies. So, you know, this would be a great question for President Obama. Did you were you aware of what was going on with Joe Biden with respect to foreign policy in in some of these uh, ragtag countries around the world? And I think Obama knows more than uh, than we first realized. And and following up on that uh, very quickly here, the agencies that surround all of this, the Internal Revenue Service or the State mm -hmm. Department, uh, the CIA, the NSA, uh, 
why wouldn't the agencies be aware of these sums of money? These are not small sums of money being distributed, including to a granddaughter, uh, to the family. The, this is a huge pattern. There are the SARs that you've been seeking for months and months here, uh, over a year, I believe, and finally mm -hmm. got them. They had to be aware of something going on here, don't you think? Absolutely. You know, I hope this isn't a pattern with the deep state bureaucrats. I hope they're not in on the take, too. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, why have all these agencies not done anything? But what you're seeing with the IRS whistleblower and what you're seeing with uh, this whistleblower from uh, Senator Grassley is I think there are good quality people in these agencies that realize either, look, enough is enough, or we're all going to get in trouble, and I'm not going down on the ship because of Joe Biden. I mean, what a terrible person to go to. If you're, if you're in your 40s and you've got a family and you've been covered up for somebody like Joe and Hunter Biden, I mean, what, what a terrible decision that would be, right? More and more information is coming out. These people were told that the Republicans on the Oversight Committee would never get bank records. We would never get access to Treasury. We would never get these whistleblowers and these former Biden associates to talk. And they thought everything was going to be okay. But what's happening is we're getting access to all this. We're developing trust and confidence with these whistleblowers. And the truth is slowly coming forward. I hope, as I said in the press conference yesterday, I hope people that have information on this will feel comfortable and confident to come forward to talk to me uh, and my attorneys uh, so that we can get the facts to the American people and hold the people at the top accountable for wrongdoing. And you're directly tying this to Joe Biden, his family, uh, do you, and the whistleblowers are your most direct uh, evidence of that, their testimony. Uh, are you confident that, uh, that that's going to expand, and could you give us a sense of how soon? Yeah, we're trying to get uh, get more people to come forward. Uh, we've spoken initially with more people. Uh, we want to do transcribed interviews. We want to do depositions. Uh, we we need we need a little bit of assistance from from our intelligence community on on some of these uh, allegations. So you know we're we're the ball right now is in uh, in a lot of different courts for us with respect to getting people to come forward. But I I think the people that were watching the press release or watching the press conference realize that we're being credible, we're being sincere, we're being factual, we're being careful in what we're saying and, and presenting, and hopefully that's building trust and confidence with, with more whistleblowers. Absolutely. And again, we thank you for all you and your committee are doing. Uh, Chairman James Comer, uh, you are, you're doing an amazing job, and we are deeply appreciative. Thanks so much for being with us here on The Great America Show. Thanks for having me, Lou. Congressman James Comer, a great American and doing a great service to the nation. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. Please be with us Monday for The Great America Show. Our guest will be the former head of Immigration and Customs Enforcement, Tom Holman, as we continue our coverage of the crisis on what used to be our southern border. Please join us for that Monday right here on The Great America Show and watch for our Great America updates over the weekend whenever news breaks out. Have a great weekend. God bless you.
and may God bless America.